This is Eric Corey. Now, I started making these podcasts with the goal of finding a way to change the political discourse in our country. Because for the longest time now, it's always this righty versus lefty thing. And no matter the topic, the accusations and the retorts are all the same. They always seem to follow a predictable pattern of he said and she did and they are or you are. You know, you can give me any topic and I can easily give you both sides of the arguments because they're all the same all the time. They're highly predictable. If they say black, I say white. It's the kind of thing that just defies intelligence. Now, most if not all the arguments we hear are designed to stimulate an emotional response. And that's because statistics and facts are constantly distorted and retorted and lied about. So tugging on a political or ideological heartstring instead of using disputable facts is now the preferred weapon to make your case. And because we all don't have the same emotional attachments to the same things, the prompts differ, and that's where we find our differences. Every news broadcast or social media feed is trying to get you on their side, and they know the best way to do that is to appeal to you on an emotional level. It's so much more effective than presenting facts and figures. Because those kinds of things are always in dispute and confusing. But your emotions, well, they're all your own and deeply connected to your own self-awareness and defines who we are. And I'll need more than 15 minutes to change that in anyone. And that's why this misinformation is so easy to peddle. If it's only slightly believable and reasonably argued and suits me emotionally, well, I'm in. I'll believe it because I want to. And I will instinctively oppose any argument to the contrary. So I say, misinformation, misinformation, it doesn't matter. This is the oldest tool in the tool shed of life. Misdirection and deception have been part of human relations since before language was developed. So you can all get over yourselves about this misinformation thing. It's always been part of political discourse and always will be. People will tell lies and distort truth in order to influence other people and move that political football down the field. And by appealing to people emotionally, well, you'll have your best chance of scoring that ball, regardless of the quality or veracity of the information you're using to advance your cause. And the worst idea in the world is to let your government decide what is and what isn't misinformation. Because deception is what government does best, and they have done so since a concept of governing was conceived. And if you can't wrap your mind around that, well, then you're missing a lot of information. That brings me to the topic of my podcast, Missed Information. Because it's not so much about misinformation, it's more about the information you're missing. And that information is the one indisputable fact of life, that it's always about the money. See, the information you're missing is that every news feed you consume, whether it's online or on TV, is looking to get your money. And it's the same with digital entertainment. They want your money. And they will do anything or say anything to get you to tune into them or to click on their bait. Fact or fiction, it doesn't matter. If they can get your money, that's all that matters. And the bigger the prize, the bigger the lies. So why would they waste their time overwhelming you with statistics and arguable statements of fact when they can more effectively and so easily appeal to you on an emotional level to get you to buy what they're selling? And no one is above this fray. They're all in it for the money or they lose their job. That's the top priority, well above any inference to their woke status or their altruistic nature. Those are nothing more than tools used to get your money. And you're a fool if you buy into the virtue signaling of anyone without first looking into what's to be gained financially. So the next time you tune into your favorite news feed or website, just know that they are giving you what you want, 
They're telling you what you want to hear and what appeals to you emotionally and in support of your worldview. Because if they don't, well, you'll go elsewhere for your news and entertainment, and they lose money. It's just like if I tune into the NFL Network, I want to see American football. And if they show me Premier League soccer, well, that's not what I tuned in for. I'll go somewhere else for my NFL fix. They give me NFL football because that's what I tune in to see and hear. And all that's okay. Just as long as you understand that the NFL Network gives you football. CNN and CBS and NBC and PBS, well, they give you liberalism. And Fox gives you conservatism. So don't dial up these shows expecting something else. And if it's deception or misinformation is used to keep you as a customer, well, that's okay too. It's just business. No need to freak out. They are not the arbiters of truth, nor are they required to be. They are for-profit companies just giving the customer what they want. Newspapers, magazines, social media platforms, they're all the same. So don't expect anything more. And they are not the law. They are only there to entertain you and to get your money. And this charge that misinformation is dangerous and incites violence and hatred is just more misinformation. See, it's not real because there's no way to make that correlation. But here comes the misinformation that you really, really need to know. You see, all these principles hold true when you're talking about your government times a billion. Because a financial prize is so much bigger than any possible lie. Billions and trillions of dollars are in play here. And there is no conspiracy too absurd or unbelievable to be deemed untrue in the pursuit of this big dollar money. If you take anything away from this podcast, please let it be the concept of how much money we're talking about here. Billions and trillions of dollars that are doled out every 12 months to people who support the people who write these government checks unimaginable amounts of money that will warp the mind of the most well-meaning politician. Dollar amounts more unimaginable than anyone can possibly imagine. Now, the biggest difference between the government and these for-profit broadcast media or social platforms that we patronize is that we can also turn them off. You see, we choose to turn on our TV or we choose to turn on our computer and expose ourselves to these lies and deceptions, and we do so voluntarily. We consume this tailored misinformation by choice, and we have the choice to also turn them off, which, by the way, is a great idea. But when it comes to the people who govern us, well, we don't have that luxury. Government is a part of our life that we can't turn off. But understand that government isn't the same business as all these private sector companies, in that they too rely on the support of their customers they serve, and that's how they keep their jobs. And just like the private sector, government officials will do anything or say anything to garner your support and get your votes so they can keep their jobs. And the method of choice to do so is also the same, appealing to you emotionally. And in the case of the government monopoly, well, they have no choice. Because if you were to look at the statistics and the facts to rate your government's efficiency and effectiveness, you will so clearly see that they have failed you at every level. You know, I can fill dozens of podcasts with examples of how government has failed the citizens of this country in practically everything they do, from legislation that creates fatherless children in the name of welfare to social security programs that are trillions of dollars in the red to a postal service that loses billions of dollars each and every year and, and the nonstop deficit spending that will bankrupt generations of Americans for as far in the future as you care to see. The failures of government are so spectacular and so self-evident that you would need to employ a willing suspension of disbelief to deny it. And believe me, there are plenty of people who do. 
mostly those on the inside and on the receiving end of government funding. The rest of us need to see these elected officials for who and what they are. Complete failures that should be afforded a zero level of respect. You know, I watch them on TV behind a microphone telling us what's next on their agenda. It, it just sickens me. And they act as though they're doing the right thing despite the record of across-the-board failures. They have to disseminate misinformation. Because if the truth were to be told, they would be exposed as the frauds they are. And if you don't know any of this, well, then you are missing a lot of information. I have such a strong negative opinion of the career politicians who demand respect and act like they're successful at their jobs. They are not. And I cannot overstate that most basic, undeniable fact. I have long since run out of adjectives to describe their level of failure. How anyone can look to them to solve any of the problems that they've created is ignorance in the extreme. <laughs> oh, okay, man, I'm sorry. I need to stop there. You know, I can rant for hours on that subject. But instead, I'll focus on the reason I do these podcasts in the first place. And that is to find solutions and to create a majority to carry them out. See, while it seems as though we are a nation divided, I know that not to be true. I know that because I live and work in the real world, and I have done so for over 50 years. I have lived and worked in several cities from coast to coast. And on a daily basis, I come into close personal contact with people from every income level and from a variety of cultures as well. See, I don't live in the bubble of government or in the entertainment industry. I live in the real world. And in this world, the majority of the people are not like the people you see on TV. The people you see on TV or on any of these various online platforms, news feeds, or entertainment venues, well, they live in a completely different world than 99% of the average Americans. The people you see on TV or on your computer screen, well, they need controversy to survive and to thrive and to make money. News reporting and entertainment in all its various forms rely on the absurd and the obscene to, to get viewers and subscribers. Because if they're not showing you a train wreck or the worst or the worst of human behavior, well, you won't be entertained, and you won't tune in, and they won't make money. This is not quantum physics here. It's basic human nature. You see, if I want peace and sanctuary, well, I'll find a quiet and safe place to indulge in that behavior, a place far removed from TV and online entertainment and information. But when I want to be entertained or informed of the latest deviant human behavior, I'll tune into my device and I'll get that stuff. Ask yourself this, what's your favorite movie? Now, I'm sure it's going to be something fantastic or violent or heartbreaking or otherwise compelling human drama. All things we never, if ever, see in our boring daily lives. I don't want to tune into a program showing me someone doing real charity for the poor or helping grandma with her groceries. That doesn't entertain me in the least. I want blood. I want gore. I want arguing. I want controversy. I want suspense and car crashes. I want to see grown men beating on each other to score a point. I want to be entertained. We all crave such diversion to keep us alive and break up the monotony of our boring daily lives. So they all give us what we want, true or not, fantasy or made-up controversy. That's what we are shown, and it only seems to dominate the world. But that's not the real world. Well, the real world, well, that's at your workplace or your neighborhood or your local shopping mall or your friend's backyard. Places where none of that sensationalism or fantasy exists. These are safe, boring places that represent the real America and our real daily lives. We place too high a value on the stuff we consume from the ever-present devices that we cling to. You see, this is not the real world. 
These are not real people. They are only actors on a stage to generate profits. They are not the majority. They are far from it. It's only because they can project themselves to millions that they appear bigger than life. But they are not. So don't get all freaked out about what you see or hear. It's not real. And the only power that they truly have is the power we grant them. Power that we can take back at any time if we choose. Now that is especially true when it comes to government. See, they still need a majority of voters to keep doing what they're doing, which, in my humble opinion, is nothing short of ruining our prosperous country. What we really need to focus on is that which is imposed upon us, that which we don't have an option of tuning out, and that which is negatively affecting our lives to an ever-increasing degree, and that is government. The broadcast media and internet dissemination of government activity focuses only on the two divergent opinions, right versus left. Again, it makes for compelling entertainment, but it does not represent the majority. There are many places to find the truth about the percentages of people on either side of this divide, but the best place to look is in your real world. I mean, how many people in your life are spending their weekends protesting and screaming either pro-life or pro-gun slogans? How many people in your sphere of friends and family are marching in support of or in opposition to any particular political argument? People that go out and do this and make the news are so few and so far out on the fringes of the real world that they're almost non-existent. You see, news stations will send out a camera crew to fill the protest of anything, anywhere, regardless if it's 20 people or 20,000 people. And most of the time, the protesters number in the double digits. So you have like 20 people staging a protest for whatever, and it makes the evening news where 10 million people see it. See what? You see, the loud voice on the right and left of any issue do not represent the majority opinion of either side. They represent such a small minority of people in this great country as to make them insignificant. And the only thing that gives these 20 people significance is the news organizations that plaster them on your screen. And the only reason they do that is to increase their ratings and to make money. They don't weigh the value of their arguments or the weight of their numbers. They're just looking for something, anything, to fill a 30-minute broadcast, regardless of the size or validity of the argument or the cause. This is the real misinformation. Giving insignificant minorities significance to fill a news broadcast or a social media feed so money can be made. It means nothing in the real world. My plea to anyone listening to this is to recognize that what you see and what you hear on any news information platform does not represent the majority of America. The majority of America, well, we're busy providing for ourselves and our families and living common sense lives. My greatest hope is that this majority of Americans will recognize their significance and their size and their influence and embrace their ability to kick the ass of the insignificant minorities who are given a voice far louder than anything they deserve. This is Eric Corey.